0: G'day folks, it's 10 minute Tuesday time. Today's topic is reconciling disappointment. That's right, reconciling, just like an accountant, crunching the numbers, making sense of it, making sure that it adds up and there's no residual loss carried over in your balance sheet. So here's how this works. Uh, One of the unavoidable costs associated with being ambitious is disappointment. I've heard people say a lot of time, you know, the best way to avoid being disappointed is have no expectations. Now, I get that there is some sense of not being attached to the outcome, and that I get that that's important, and I get that that's an aim, but unless you're Buddha or the Dalai Lama or Jesus who've kind of fully transcended, uh, you know, some of the pain of being a human, then I think it's still unavoidable in this state of our journey sure something to aim for but I think the point is we do have hopes and dreams we we do get attached we do find ourselves invested in an outcome and wanting things to work out a certain way and I, I think that is part of the process of being human it may not be ideal but I think for most of us it's unavoidable uh, where we're at in our, current, in our current level of awareness and growth as a person so therefore if that's unavoidable then disappointment is going to be part of the plan so if you dial down your expectations to avoid disappointment, then you are making yourself smaller. So that's that doesn't seem like a, a viable solution to me. Sure, it might protect you from protect you from some pain, but it's also going to protect you from some joy as well. So uh, I'm not interested in being protected from joy. I'm not sure about you. So if, like if you're going to do anything remotely interesting with your life and have a crack, I, I think disappointment is going to be to to be expected. So. That's that's important to know. Disappointment's part of the plan, so don't let it destroy you. So the point of reconciling disappointment is that, uh, you've heard me say this before, I'm sure, we are sense-making creatures, we go into the world and we have experiences, and we have to give meaning to those experiences. And just because you're not aware of what consciously you're, you're giving meaning, what the conscious meaning you're giving uh, unconsciously, you are asking and answering two questions. Why did this happen and what does it mean about me? So in moments of pain and disappointment, uh, without a doubt, you have answered those questions. Why did that just happen? And what does it mean about me? And if you're not consciously clear about choosing an empowered meaning, then unconsciously, almost without a doubt, you will have picked a limited meaning, a a meaning that diminishes you, a meaning that makes you hope for less next time around, a meaning that says, Ah, man... You know, I shouldn't have done that. I made a mistake. I need to just be a bit more sensible, responsible. That didn't go well, and I don't want to have that experience again. And so I did something wrong. Therefore, I'm going to just settle down. That's what's that's what's going to happen invariably if you don't reconcile disappointment. So, um, you know, so the the importance of this this really interesting subject is that you're you're conscious around the meaning that you're giving now that's hard in moments of pain and frustration um you know for instance i i ran townsville marathon for those of you who've who know me and have followed my journey you'll have known that the townsville marathon has been on my goals list for you know probably 10 or 12 years now and i've been very ambitious about it it's toyed with my emotions because uh, there have been Four occasions where I've run the race, and the time that I've run would have won the previous year. I've run it every second year, and I've picked a fast year. One year I even tried to mix up the the uh, the experience, and I ran every I ran a third year, and it still was the fast year. Anyway this year i was ambitious again i in order to run the race i uh, had to take the podium off the agenda because my unconscious was not willing for that kind of disappointment but i was still ambitious about a pb i still wanted to have a great race i trained really well had a, a beautiful training period and was going to run fast i wanted to run under 245 which has been a number that Paris, my friend from the greengrocer who ran my first marathon with me put in my head uh, when I was 23, he said Jamin, I think on your best day you're capable of 2:45, and I believed him, and that has been the target ever since. Anyway, I didn't enjoy the race. Uh, I had a painful experience. I never really got into it. Uh, I had problems with my with my stomach after I took my first gel and drink. I just felt off, and eventually got stomach cramps, and um, you know finished in two hours 57. Um, so. It was a really disappointing experience and I felt numb about it just because it was so different from what I'd hoped. And um, other people were telling me, you know, that's great, Jamin, you still finished fifth world well on, you should be proud of it. But it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't the expectation that I had set for myself. And so I did feel disappointed. That was true. And uh, there was a whole bunch of negative stuff that I could feel inside me about that experience that i i shouldn't have done that that i'd let myself down and let other people down that it was a bad idea that you know maybe 245 is unrealistic maybe that was a problem maybe i shouldn't have had the gels you know a whole bunch of stuff i could feel it inside me and i knew i had to have a conversation with myself around that Um, and it, it took me a week to be honest to reconcile that um, and that was okay too because there was a period of, of being sad um, but I dried my eyes and came to the table and sat down and went right um, let's review the data around this because if I don't that will diminish me I, uh, it's already I can feel the power of that to make me uh, give up on stuff in the future I think the big mistake here for, for people for you you know going through your own disappointments is um, you know is the line it is what it is that's such a trap around this thing. You go, oh, well, I had an experience. It is what it is. It's actually never what it is. It, it's only what you make it to be. So five people all having the same experience are having very different experiences based on the meaning they give it. So the point is you have to be aware of the meaning you're giving it and consciously choose a meaning that's going to serve you. That's the point. You make it what you want to make it. It, it is what it is. It doesn't even make sense. So uh, you know, just to make this as practical as possible, I will share with you. My reconciliation, how I processed that, just so you can see how I did that, and I trust that will be useful to you. Even if you've got no interest in running, you might be able to see what was going through my head. Um, So here's my conscious reconciliation. And I started by putting out the question, how can I use this experience to get more of what I want? So here's what I wrote. uh, Well, with my whole being, I will always choose to be ambitious over being comfortable. I will so great that means disappointment's going to be part of the process okay good if I'm not putting myself in a position where failure is a very real possibility then true success and flow is off the cards as well great so that means not every situation is going to work out perfectly and that it can't if, if every situation was guaranteed to succeed then you can't access flow My unconscious is not God. It's not infallible. Expecting perfect answers about the future is entirely unrealistic. I was blaming myself for not knowing that the gels were going to affect my stomach. I was checking in to take the gel and I didn't feel like I shouldn't. So I took it and then I got pain. Oh man, I should have not taken that. But the the reconciliation is, well, I'm not infallible. My unconscious doesn't know everything. It's working on patterns and systems and you know intuition so okay give myself a break uh i didn't need the first gel one at 20ks would have been enough i didn't realize that until now if i'd known that before well then i wouldn't have taken it but i didn't know that so there you go i did really enjoy the training experience again i actually love training in winter in i love the frost i love the cold Uh, it wasn't wasted at all The meaning I'd attached after the thing was that was an entirely wasted experience that was not worth the energy and effort and time and money I'd invested. Yet when I reviewed the data and reconciled my disappointment, I went, actually, it was only three hours that weren't great. The rest of the whole experience was actually exactly as I wanted it to be. So that means it was entirely worth the investment. I love to run. I love the experience of feeling like an athlete, training for a marathon. gave me both of those things in abundance. There is no joy without sorrow, no mountains without valleys. Therefore, it wasn't a nothing experience. I think I'm still capable of running 245, but I actually no longer need to tick that box. I fully realized for the first time that I much prefer the experience of running on my limit rather than holding back to save myself for the back end of a marathon. Therefore, the 5k to a half marathon is actually much more suited to that desire. This experience will not define me. Running 245 would not have defined me either. There are a hundred other things to be grateful for right now. And I'm free to fully focus on my business stuff and my two books. So coming off the back of that, I actually then found that experience very rich and rewarding and I'm grateful to gone, to have gone through it it's now added to my journey and it sets me up for a bigger experience of life for the next thing that I hope for that has been reconciled there is no residual loss carried over into the balance sheet that's going to stop me moving forward so the same for you if you don't find a way of having that process mapped out in your own conversations with yourself you, there will be residual loss carried over and those losses stack up and those losses get inside you and those losses diminish you the aim of the game is to live a big life. Have, have, it, have disappointments, but don't let disappointment get in your bones and weaken your hopes and dreams and make you small for the future. I hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. I hope you found the content and conversations useful. And remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around. For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out the insecurityproject.com.